He had thrown all rules out the window. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. My cheeks are laughing Welcome to this special meeting of the Missing Movie Club. Oh, you handled that gavel like a champ. <laughs> Let me tell you, my friend, I can handle a gavel. Whoa, my gosh. We kicked the other two out. Things are getting real. Get racing now. You have the talent up in here. It's just, it's just the ladies tonight. It's just the ladies. <laughs> Hi. Hi, how are you? Oh, you know... It's Christmas. We're recording in my apartment. We are where it is Christmas. It is a winter wonderland. We are going to talk about one of my favorite Christmas movies. That I have never seen. And so this is a special one-off where we are going to talk about while you were sleeping. Should we introduce ourselves? Oh, shit. See, (sighs) we need a secretary. (laughs) Well, you're kind of president pro temp right now, right? Yes, because it's my movie. I've seen the movie. Right. And I had not. So you're President Pro Temp uh, Pamela. Yes. Hi. (laughs) And I am every other job Pro Temp Jason. There we go. You get to do it all. All, Um, all We ain't got no money and I don't have any notes. And there's no one to tell what to do as vice president. So my roles are complete. No new business. No old business. We ain't got no business. No business. Running this by ourselves. Doing this podcast. So what are we doing? This is just a bonus episode, right? Yeah, this is a special bonus episode. We should call it a select screening. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. So this is a select screening of While You Were Sleeping. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. I watch this every year while I wrap presents. So it's my go-to movie. Oh, this is your go-to wrap movie. Yes. Mine is White Christmas. Let's see. Okay. So you understand. Totally get this now. This makes a lot of sense. You've seen it. How many times do you think you've seen it? I've seen it at least. When did it come out? 1995. So. Oh, it's available on Tubi. Oh. Do you use Tubi? I do not. Oh my God. Tubi is a free app. It has commercials, but Mm -hmm. I watched Black Christmas on it last night and they didn't edit out anything. So you watched Black Christmas last night instead of watching this movie that you were supposed to watch? Because it was one in the morning and I was doing laundry (laughs) and I knew I had to focus on this one and I'd seen Black Christmas before. Okay. Anyway. Threw myself under the bus. (laughs) And I just... We just picked just right up on that, too. Over it. Just ran right on over me. I've forgotten where we were. Uh, well, it, it came out in 1995. Oh, how we many didn't times move much further. How many times have I watched it? So, probably... We're never going to get to do a select screening again. So, yeah. So, how many times have you seen it? I don't know. I've probably seen it a couple dozen times. Okay. It's like just a comfort movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd never seen it until about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I never understood why it was considered a Christmas movie because Mm -hmm. I didn't see it. I kind of get it. It's a Christmas adjacent movie. Yes. Is what I've seen the term called. It happens over Christmas. Mm -hmm. So let's give a little rundown of what the movie's about. 
If you haven't seen the movie, it is about this woman who works at the L, the elevated train in Chicago. <laughs> Why are you like, laughing? I was like, the L, is that what they call it? <laughs> yes, the L. So I was explaining. Please take, if you are single and want to take me on a date, take me to Chicago and explain to me the L. Oh, Continue. I love the L. Anyway, so she works for the Chicago Transit Authority. How's that? Is that better? I was drinking. It's great. (laughs) So she works for the Chicago Transit Authority, and she's like a token taker back in the day when they used to have those. Yeah, I was confused, and I was like, oh, that must have been a real job. Yeah. She sees this guy who she thinks is Mr. Perfect. Now, she is Sandra Bullock. Yes, Sandy Bullock. Who um, I thoroughly enjoy, by the way. I will watch anything with Sandy in it. Yeah, and this is peak Sandy. This too. is peak Sandy. Yes. Yeah, this is definitely peak Sandy. I mean, my favorite Sandy movie is is Miss Congeniality. Really? Yeah, that's okay. my favorite Sandy. What's your favorite Sandy movie? Is this your favorite Sandy? I would have to say Practical Magic is my favorite mm, Sandy movie. Yeah, I I think we've talked about it. I I know that I've seen that movie. I legitly don't remember anything about it. So we might have to have another special session. Select, another select screening. Select screening <laughs> next October. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm, select screening. Anyway, back to the, back <laughs> to the point. I'm president, and I'm keeping this meeting on topic. Topic. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Sandra Bullock, who is Lucy Eleanor Monarats. Oh, what a horrible name. <laughs> I hated everything about her name. I just wanted you to know. I hated that her name was Lucy. I hated that people called her Luce because it makes me think she's a whore. I don't like it. I'm just saying, I did not like her character's name. Continue. So Lucy sees this guy played by Peter Gallagher. Gallagher. I like to call him Daddy Hot Dodds. Mm. Um, I stole that from another podcast. I'm going to give them credit. It's the SVU podcast called That's Messed Up. They refer to him as Daddy Dodds because he plays Chief Dodds at some point on the show Law and Order SVU. Oh, okay. Are you attracted to Peter Gallagher? I can recognize that he's a very pretty man. But I'm not attracted to him. Same. But. Like, he's attractive, but not. I mean, let's be honest. If he said, hey, of course I'm going to say hey. <laughs> but he's not my go-to. He was, he isn't attractive in this. I think he's way more attractive in the 90s than he is now. I mean, but he's a daddy now. He's yeah. like really a granddaddy at this point. But. Yeah, he was very pretty in this movie. He, he was. He was very attractive in this movie. Mm-hmm. Again, still not where I would go. I question his character in this movie played by him i don't know i feel like it could have been played by somebody else but i digress continue on okay <laughs> i have thought i told you i took notes you did take notes i'm so proud of you I took notes so she falls in love with just him but with they... just the idea of him yeah. is really what she falls that's in a love great way with. to put it that's a great she way to put falls it. in love with her idea of him and his perfect life and what all that he must have and she ends up working christmas day and he gets mugged <sighs> Can I, can I? We have to get through the synopsis. I know, but I just have so much to say. You're just going to have to wait. We have to get through the synopsis. Let me make a note. Mugging. Okay. So. Question mark? He gets bullied. Thank you. And pushed off the train tracks. And the train is coming, so she basically saves his life. She Yes, because like, he falls and he hits his head. Yes, and he goes, falls and his, hits his head and goes unconscious. And <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want to pick apart your movie. Sorry, you're going to have to wait till I get through the synopsis. <laughs> I can't. 
can't do it. I can't do it. Keep continuing. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to okay. hold it. <laughs> and so she saves his life. They take him to the hospital, and a nurse overhears her talking to herself, saying that she was going to marry him. The nurse thinks that Sandra Bullock is the fiance. Mm-hmm. And so that's how. The nurse later takes her into the room because they won't let Sandra Bullock's character see him. And the family comes in and there's some confusion and they end up thinking that Peter and Lucy are engaged. And she meets all the family and then along comes this other brother. Played by Bill Pullman. Yeah. I always get Pullman and Paxton. Me too, but it's Pullman. It's Pullman. And so she ends up actually falling in love with Jack, played by Bill Pullman. Mm -hmm. And then hilarity ensues from there. Look, I got through the synopsis. I will say this. I enjoyed this movie. Yay! I did enjoy it. I just, there's some things that I was like, "Mm, I hate her name. Whatever, I can deal with it. (laughs) The music, I adore. (gasps) Thank! The soundtrack is beautifully done, including the instrumentals. But I really, really enjoyed the music. I thought the music was really well done. I think uh, whoever the sound editor was did a great job. So whoever you are, congratulations. You deserved an award. I always notice the music Mm because it always hits at the right points with the right notes. It's the right song if there's lyrics. It's Mm -hmm. the right uh, melody if there's not. There are a lot of movies out there that, yeah, they have great songs. Mm -hmm. But the soundtrack as a whole isn't a good soundtrack. Like, you know, there's always like, Meh. so I enjoyed the soundtrack. This is my contention. I made notes. Was he mugged? Because <laughs> what I saw were two D bags mm. and I don't quite get like, were they trying to, you can't just, what are you mugging him for his scarf? Yeah. They were like, nice coat, buddy. Yeah. And he's like, come on guys. Hold on. Let me do my impression of the whole scene. Uh, come on, guys. I'm just trying to get on my train. Like, it was just, it was like the bullies picking on the nerd. And I was like, this guy's hot. He's got a ton of money. He works out. He has one testicle. He, <laughs> as we find out, as we later find in out, the movie. I feel like he would not be a nerdy pushover in that way. Now, there's no wrong with nerds. I love nerds. I'm a nerd. I love a nerd. I'm just saying, I got like weird. It wasn't like, a, I don't quite get it. I think I love almost every side character in this movie i think every person got a moment to shine even like one liner people were funny yes had a moment except for the muggers because i don't necessarily know if they were mugging him but nobody said wallet they're playing with the man's scarf yeah and then he falls he falls and here's my question yes when you fall what do you do you fall forward do you put your hands out to catch yourself yeah yeah how did he not <laughs> I'm done. I'm done complaining. I'll let it go. He falls backwards over the ledge. The ledge. Yeah, onto the track. Onto the track. But and so, he hits his head. So maybe I guess he didn't have time to flip around. I don't know. I, maybe I'm thinking too hard into it. Yeah, but his his head was gashed on here, the front. Yeah. Right? But he was laying on his back. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not giving props to the director. Okay? I'm just saying. That part was annoying. Thankfully, it's like two minutes long. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a blip. Like, it if is. you can get past that, because it took me a second, I was like, if this whole movie is going to be plot holy like this, I'm going to be real mad. But then we meet the family. And the family is adorable. Uh, freaking adorable. Yeah. She says a line in the movie that I may or may not have gotten a little teary-eyed when we were watching it, where she said to the family, I fell in love with you. To the family themselves. And I thought that was so beautiful and sweet. And this family was just 
every single member. Monica Keena didn't have a lot to do, but she was also like 12 when she filmed the movie, so it's fine. As the little sister. But the grandmother... Elsie. God, I want Elsie in my life. She reminds me of my mama so much. Oh, I love her. The way, her. like, she's always taking the pictures, mm -hmm. and then she's always smiling. Like, she hasn't a clue what's going on, but yep. she's just happy to be there. I love her. I loved the parents. Although, I was very confused at the beginning. It took me a second, and I thought I missed something, so I did rewind it, because I was confused. I couldn't tell who the dad was. I didn't realize the dad was Ox, and the best friend was Saul. I was very confused. So, Ox is played by legendary... Peter Boyle, who I think toned down his Peter Boyleness in this. Mm -hmm. And I like that softened amount. Like he hit his lines perfectly. There was a great comedic timing, but it wasn't like over exaggerated Peter Boyle. Yeah. He wasn't very aggressive. Yeah. Like he usually is. Yeah. And then Saul is played by Jack Warden, who's a wonderful actor too. Yeah. And I just was confused between him and Jack as to who was the dad. And it took me a while. And then I thought, oh, well, maybe Saul is getting it on with Elsie. I was very confused until <laughs> Saul was like, well, until they had the scene between Saul and, and Lucy. Yeah, yeah, and Sandy. He becomes almost her... Well, he becomes like her co-conspirator. He finds out. She goes to the hospital late at night and she's in the room and she's talking to him while he's in a coma mm -hmm. and Saul overhears her. I liked it. I thought it was nice yeah. because I think in this type of a movie, and this is a trope of a movie, you know, the, the, the mistaken identity kind of thing, especially in romantic comedies. And I would call this romantic comedy Christmas adjacent movie. Yes. Because there's a lot of comedy in it. I mean, it's more of a romance style movie, but it's romantic comedy for sure, I guess. Yeah, like back in the day when mm -hmm. they used to do the romantic comedies. Yeah, yeah. Like it definitely has that 80s, 90s mm. romantic comedy yes. feel to it. So I think... You always had that co-conspirator character, whether it was the the best friend or in many cases the gay best friend. But somebody would be your co-conspirator. And mm -hmm. I appreciate the fact that it was Saul, of all people. Yes, because I love the character of Saul in this movie. Oh, me too. And I think that Saul adds a layer that needed to be there. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think she can... She does not come across any way as deceiving or... the word I'm looking for. She doesn't come across like she's doing it for nefarious purposes. She just gets caught up in the moment. Yeah, and I think if it hadn't been for Saul, she probably would have confessed to the yeah. family a lot earlier. I agree. But he becomes her kind of conspirator in this, and he's like, no, don't tell them. You'll break their heart. Mm -hmm. let's wait and see if Peter wakes up then we can deal with it so it's kind of his fault it really is but then also I like the fact that I didn't like her boss at the beginning but I also loved her boss her boss was I love uh, that actor Jason Bernard and I remember Jason Bernard he's been in a ton of stuff but I he's always playing a lawyer in everything or some mm -hmm. kind of a businessman but I remember him from the tv show Herman's Head Yes. He was Herman's boss, right? Yes. Was he Herman's boss? Yeah. So I like that he was like, you have to tell them the truth. And that's what he said every time. And he was like, who are you trying to date? The brother or the guy in the coma? I'm really confused. Like he was- He was her conscious. Yeah. He was like, no. And then when she gives him the wedding invitation and he was like, wait, wait, wait. Who are you marrying? <laughs> yes. And she's like, the guy in the coma. And he was like, what about the other guy? I'm very, like, well, you can't marry the guy in the coma. This just, it doesn't happen. One thing that I will say is I think it could have been about 10 minutes shorter. 10 minutes shorter, what would you have taken out? I would have taken out how long it took Peter to wake up. I get that we had to have the build up with the family and I get that we needed to get Jack involved. I don't know what I would have taken out, but I think- there Would you have put the testicle back? No, that's really funny. <laughs> but it's also weird that the mom had to check. <laughs> Who would you have had checked? The dad? Yeah. Or the brother. I mean, I'm pretty sure Elsie was about to dive down there too, so. 
something would have for sure checked. But I don't know. I just felt like, because at one point I was like, okay, okay, you love each other. We get it. You love each other. We get it. Why are we taking so long to get there? I don't know what it was. There was a pacing issue towards the second half, I think. And I don't know what it was. I would have taken out the Joe Jr. stuff. Yeah. I mean, he's there for comedic relief. Mm -hmm. I think he's slightly offensive of a characterization of a New Yorker. Mm -hmm. As much as I enjoyed the hot mess that Joe Jr. was, Joe Jr. is her landlord's son who he's trying to date her. And he is just a, he's a poor imitation of a good fella. Yeah. He's probably a three compared to her like eight. Oh, uh, yeah, you a three is a very generous number. <laughs> no, I was being kind. It's a Christmas movie. When okay? I saw that ass crack, he went down to a two and a half. <laughs> you know, I, maybe you're right. Maybe that's the character I would have removed because I don't think it's necessary. I mean, Joe Jr. had a lot of scenes. Like we've got the scene with the flowers. We've got the scene with the ice capades. The, got the leaning scene. scene. So I the feel like- The missed third floor. Yes. I and, and plus I was kind of like- they kept making the joke about him trying on her shoes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ugh. and then they made it again at the end. She's like, you want to come on and try my shoes? Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, are you making fun? I don't know how I feel about it. But I yeah. I think he has a fetish. It's a fetish. It's okay. a fetish. Yeah, I think if you gotten rid of all of that, that's 10 minutes right. Easily, yeah. if not more. Could have yeah. been 15 at that point. Cut out that. I think John's going to be mad because I think he really likes Joe Jr. I mean, he'll get over it. He should have been here. But I did love, I love the cast. I, I do like Joe Jr. The actor did a good job. But I just think everybody did a good job in the movie, including Peter Gallagher. I'm not saying he did a bad job. I just... It was the weakest character. Hands down. I wanted him to be a little more slimy. Oh, yeah. And he wasn't. Also, I was super confused when I started this movie. In my mind, she falls in love with Peter Gallagher while Bill Pullman was in the coma. I don't know why. <laughs> so when it was happening, I was like, is there two comas? Does he get out of the coma and she... I'm very confused. I really thought it was the other way around. So I don't know where I was at. I don't know where I was at. Well, he was a little slimy. I mean, he knocked the squirrels out of their nest just so he could pretend he yeah. rescued them. Yeah. I have a note that I can't read it. It was something about... Did he say you're creeping on a vegetable? <laughs> oh, about, yes. You're cheating on a vegetable. You're cheating on a vegetable. That's what it was. There's some pretty funny one-liners. That, that one's not really age well but there are some pretty funny one-liners in it that i enjoyed that was one of them and then i have a scene that i think could be improved on okay it's the mistletoe scene so jack mm-hmm. bill pullman and sandy are standing under the mistletoe and the family's like well you have to kiss well you have to kiss that's tradition and i was like okay and when they went in for the kiss it was awkward as it should have been Mm-hmm. But we know there's feelings there. And for me, I think it would have been a much wiser choice to have them go in for that kiss a little longer. Not by much, maybe just a couple of seconds, just to see, like, maybe the grandmother register it. Oh. Somebody else to register, like, or there's more. at least more the sister, because the it sister. felt like the sister registered that there was something there. Yes, at yes. The, at the dinner table mm-hmm. when she's like, no, you like brunettes. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think I was like, oh, they're going to kiss longer. And then it was, I mean, snap, it was done. And so I was like, I I kind of wish that that would have been a little longer because that's their first kiss, right? Yeah. And when you go in for your first kiss with somebody, usually it's not that fast. It's a, even in an awkward situation, you're, there's a linger. And I think that I would have, this is me being a creeper, but I think I needed a linger. (laughs) Give me a good linger. I like a good linger and a kiss. There's a hint, boys. (laughs) 
So, but yeah, that's what I would think. Is there a scene that you would have changed or anything? I mean, you've seen it way more than I have. Yeah, there is one scene where I think that it's just off. Like we were talking about how great the music is. I don't think the music hits. I don't think the acting hits. I don't think anything. Like it just feels like for a couple of beats there, it just doesn't feel genuine as the rest of the movie is. And that is when they're in the hospital and she's getting ready to marry Peter. Mm -hmm. Then she That dress was hideous, by the way. Welcome to 95. Even for 95. That was like 1955. Uh, I was not impressed with that dress. No. Continue. Sorry. I was like, the, it was more the shoes for me that didn't do it. Was it was everything. Come the on. I was like, shoes. what is she wearing? Yeah. I think she was just wearing something she had. Anyway. Well, she shouldn't have had that. No. She needs a friend. So the hospital. <laughs> sorry, sorry. The hospital scene where she's talking to the family. She's addressing mm -hmm. the family. That's all fine. When she turns around and starts to talk to Peter then, like that first section there when she's talking to Peter, it just feels off to me. Yeah. No, I totally get what you're saying now. You're right. It was kind of an odd juxtaposition. Yeah. what I want to use? Yeah. Yeah. When she's talking to the family, you can feel like there's warmth and there's a connection there. And then when she goes back to talk to Peter, like I just felt like the acting was a little stiff there. Mm -hmm. It just didn't quite hit right. Yeah. And I needed him to have a different reaction. Yeah. Because he's just kind of like, eh, whatever. His whole character through the whole movie, like whatever yeah. happens to him, he's just like, eh. I lost a testicle. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, I agree. That's why I think I'm not, I don't want to talk about his acting ability because I don't always hold the actor accountable. I hold the director accountable too. And I feel like the director could have been like, hey, what, what can we do to kind of, I guess in my opinion, the audience doesn't want to root for him, but at some point I felt like we were. Mm -hmm. We were like, oh, that's cute. Get together. She loves you. She, she has no you. idea who you are. You and they kind of tried life. to make him slimy with the whole yeah. bacon lady. I don't know what her last, I can't stand Ashley her. Ashley Bartlett Bacon. Yeah, what a stupid name. Because I, you know why I know her name so well? Because one of the lines that I quote from this, and I quote it all the time, is what does that have to do with the price of eggs? When someone is talking to me and they'll start talking about something else, I'll be like, what does that have to do with the price of eggs? And I say it to John all the time. That's such a weird, I laughed when she said it. I was like, what the hell? Okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, so he was kind of slimy because he proposed to a married woman. He paid for her breasts. He, he paid yeah, for well, her that was the, That came out of nowhere. <laughs> and I was like, but he's not playing him slimy. I don't care if he just woke up from a coma. He's not. Your personality, I think, would still be, you'd be groggy, but I think you'd probably like hit on a nurse. Like that's what I, I wanted. Yeah, I wanted to dislike him. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't. I don't not I like, like him, him, but I but don't it's not like the same him. Thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's different. I wanted it to be a little like because I mean, he could play a slime ball. Yeah. You know, he got he got that. He's got that. He could do that. I like really I said, did. I really did enjoy the movie, though. I am yeah. so glad that you did recommend for me to watch it. Yeah. Uh, I would watch it again. Yay! Hands, I yeah. know that's high praise. It is. Jason. I would. I would. I would. Um, I don't know if I. It's so okay. We talked about how it's Christmas adjacent. Mm -hmm. I would call this a November movie. A November movie. Yes. Yeah, so I have a couple movies that I only watch in November: planes, trains, and automobiles, because uh -huh. it quote unquote is Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, right? Nightmare Before Christmas. I watch in November. I don't watch it in October and I don't watch it in December. I watch it in November because to me, it's bridging the gap between the two big holidays, right? Okay, I get that. This movie is a November movie. And the reason I say that is even though it's set at Christmas and New Year's, Christmas isn't integral to the plot. No. 
New Year's was not even. Yeah, they had a fight on New Year's. And there's a line like, oh, you ruined my New Year's. Let me do this. Oh, you ruined my Arbor Day. Like, it doesn't matter. You could have thrown in another holiday. So I say this is a November movie because I would watch it in November. It's a nice, maybe it's a little cold, damp outside. You don't want to go outside. You flip on your fake fire. You get some hot cocoa and you just sit down. And I would put this on and watch it while I'm playing on my phone. There you go. Yeah. While you have bought your presents on Black Friday and mm-hmm. you're wrapping them for Christmas. Sure. That's I agree. what I do. Yeah. No, I agree. So yeah, it's a November movie for me. I think I need to see it at least one more time to decide if I would purchase it. Okay. Purchasing is a high thing for me because oh. I don't I don't buy a lot of, I mean, I have a ton of movies, but they have to have an impact. And I think I would need to see this probably at least once more, if not another time to determine if I would buy it or not. But I would. If you buy it, just so you know, you can only get it on DVD. Oh, not Blu-ray? It's not on Blu-ray. That's so weird. I know. Whatever. But yeah, if I saw it on something, I'd be like, oh yeah, I can watch this again. If it was like on and, you know, I was helping decorate for Christmas, I might put it on. I'm kind of like a more Christmassy player. But if I was taking down Halloween decorations and getting ready to put up Christmas, I would def, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I would do. I would throw this on because it doesn't have to get me in the spirit, but it's it's like, hey, by the way, Christmas is coming. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're taking your Halloween decor down for. So, yeah, I would definitely watch it again. I think I don't have a lot of negatives. Like I said, I just didn't like her name and I didn't like, I just, I wanted him to be slimy. I don't know why. I I think that's a 90s trope in romantic comedies too. The boyfriend, the boyfriend, I'm putting air quotes up because y'all can see clearly. The boyfriend (laughs) was always a slime ball because the girl would always fall for the nice guy or whatever, but she's with the slime ball, you know? I will say I like this movie way more than any Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, thank you. Ever. Yeah. It's a much better quality movie. I would agree. Well, they had a bigger budget. They had Sandy. They had $17 million. Yeah. For this movie. And it grossed like $138 million. Yeah. It's a, it's a popular flick. Yeah. So. So, yeah. I would... And it came out in April. Not around the holidays. Oh, I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah, That's interesting. Yeah, it came out in April of 95. I don't know if this is an April movie, though. I don't know if you look back on it and she's telling the story that happened over the holidays. Oh, that's true, which I normally don't like in a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, let me tell you about what happened. Are, are you talking to me or are you talking to somebody else? If you're talking to somebody else, it's fine. But if you're talking, you don't got to talk to me. <laughs> I'm watching you. Don't talk to me. Let's just get to the point. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, but then it doesn't come. She doesn't talk at the end of the movie, right? If I remember correctly, she doesn't talk at the end of the movie. Yeah, she does. Oh, does she? Didn't even remember. That's why I don't like it. Yeah, you were too busy complaining. You were bitching I, about something. I was probably bitching about the the mugging, or the, the train. You did. Tra- oh, I did. Yeah, that's the right. <laughs> you got here as I was finishing it. And I was like, I hate everything about this right now. <laughs> so she works for the damn C- CTA. Yeah, and they get married, which is fine. Her and Jack, mm-hmm. and like. <laughs> they have a just married sign on the back of a transit car they're just making it cute for the movie i hate it (laughs) i think it would have been cuter for and i know they probably didn't have the money you could have faked florence to always it was about florence italy right like she always wanted to go to florence and he took her to florence on their honeymoon i think you could have done something sweet in florence or fake Florence, because you can't afford to go to real Florence. And it would have been cuter. Or if she was writing in a diary. I don't know. There had to be something else. I hated. I, I did not think it was cute. I hated the fact they put Just Married on the back of that train. Oh, it's cute. It's just like, like it. they do a car. I didn't like it. Yeah, except it was a train. I didn't like it. The transit authority was her family while she didn't have one. Uh, they wouldn't have let her do it. <laughs> I don't like it. Fine. 
Moving on. I just I just thought it was dumb. But <laughs> so yeah, no, I uh, I really enjoy it. Thank you for recommending it. I'm glad that we got to do a select screening. I guess that's what we're calling it now because I've said it like ten times. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I I really did like it. I I would yeah. say yes, everyone should watch it. Yay! So, so oh, I'm supposed to do a thing like one out of five oh. Joe Juniors. How many Joe Juniors would you give this? Oh God, Joe Juniors <laughs> a hot ass mess. I would g- okay. So I'm taking apart my my issues. Mm-hmm. I would give it three Joe Juniors and two high heels. <gasps> Nice. I would give it three Joe Juniors and two high Very yeah. good. Not my favorite, no. but definitely not one I would turn off if I flipped on the TV and it was there. Like if I walked over to my parents' house and they were doing something and I walked in and they had it on, I would totally sit down and watch it. Yeah, this is yeah. definitely a five Joe Juniors for me. As it should be. Yeah. Joe Juniors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't watch it for Joe Juniors. It's kind of funny. So, oh my gosh, I'm going to tell everybody right now, if you enjoyed this select screening with just me and Pamela, let us know. <laughs> yes, we, we will kick the other club members out. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, do I have any real holiday like romance or just a romance movies in general? Oh yeah. And I, well, I'm not a big, I, I will say I'm not a big romance I'm person. not a romance fan either, so. But I'm looking at my movie collection going, oh, I wonder if she's seen that. That'd be kind of fun for the two of us to do. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I enjoyed it though. So thank you for, for sharing that with me. I really appreciate it. Like I'm good with this one. It's a good little stock and stuffer. Yeah. For those that celebrate Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, or as I like to call it, happy holidays. Yes. Because there's a ton of holidays that are happening. So many. There's like 37 holidays. Something. something I don't know. There's so many. And we appreciate all of you for allowing us to come into your lives and I don't know, listen to four people talk about movies, but yeah, no. So thank you all so much. And we hope that you enjoyed this little from us you can follow us on all of our socials make sure you follow us at the missingmovieclub.com and you can find all of our social media there as well as other spots you can listen to the show you know we're on apple podcasts and google podcasts and spotify and all the other major podcast platforms so you can definitely find us there make sure you subscribe and do us a favor there's two things i want to ask from you share the podcast with your friends okay and then two leave us a review Oh, we would love a review. Reviews do help us get, uh, uh, especially with Apple Podcasts, it pushes us up. Yeah. So, and um, we're so new and tiny so far, so yeah. your reviews mean a lot to us. We have an exciting episode coming up in January. Yeah, we'll be watching the Philadelphia story. Which, again, shocker, I have never seen. So I'm actually really excited to see it. I love it. It's one of my favorite movies. I'm really excited. Like so. top three favorite movies. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you in January. We'll see you in the new year, everyone. Yeah. 2022. Yeah. Everybody walking real slow and quiet. That's right. Ease into it. Don't claim it as your year. No. Just ease into it. All right. Well, I think, you know what you and I should do as we leave tonight? Since you're going to hang out for a little bit, let's string up some popcorn. And we'll wrap it around the outside deck and feed the birds during the winter. Uh, And also, let's look at some estate sales. Because my favorite line for this movie is, we buy furniture from dead people. (laughs) I hope everyone has a great new year. We will talk to y'all soon. Bye!
is a shit show already. We've, we've been recording for three minutes. I dropped an F-bomb. <laughs> we've talked about After Dark. Oh, God, this is oh. what happens. This is what happens when you let the kids run the show. That's right. Hey, it's okay. Whew. Okay. Merry Chrysler. Mary, Mary. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. John, fix it. Yes. 